part of the Press Play Podcast Network. Look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. This is Jason J. Lewis, the voice of Superman on Justice League Action. This is Mark Wayne, writer of Superman Burgoyne. You're listening to The Krypton Report. Welcome to the Krypton Report. This is an impromptu special, um, and we're gonna kind of we're gonna look at Tim Sale, and we're gonna look at the work that he did, uh, especially a certain book. Recently, he passed away, so we're gonna kind of talk about him, and we're gonna talk about the book Kryptonite. So let's get a little background real quick here um, about Tim Sale. He's most famously known for um, Superman of All Season and, of course, The Long Halloween, which are seminal works that (laughs) will live on long after, um, I think, even I'm gone in just comics history. Um, I think his art is dynamic and simple, if that makes sense. Um, it's amazing what he was able to accomplish. So let's dive in to Tim Sale. <clears throat> Tim Roger Sale was born May 1st, 1956, and sadly passed away June 16th, 2022. Was an American Eisner Award-winning comic artist best known for his work on the DC Comics characters of Batman and Superman and his influence uh, with writer Jeff Loeb. Uh, he did the artwork for the TV series, the TV series heroes sales rendition of Batman influenced modern comics characters with directors and film to date. He was born in Ithaca, New York, the son of Dorothy young and Roger sale, a literary critic. His mother, Dorothy young sale was a feminist political activist. He spent most of his early life in Seattle, Washington Having moved to where his family at a having moved there with his family at age six, his university was Washington. Two years before moving to New York to attend the School of Visual Arts, as well as the comic workshop run by artist John Buscema, which uh, the school advertised in the pages of Marvel Comics and was held in New York City Hotel in 1970. He returned to Seattle before graduating the SVA. Um, Sale began work doing art for the series My Adventures in 1983. The body of Sale's comic work has been with collaborator Jeff Loeb. The duo credited their early comics as storytellers produced popular works such as Year One-centered Batman Legends of the Dark Knight Halloween specials, Batman the Long Halloween, Dark Victory, which is amazing. Superman for all seasons, Catwoman went in Rome. And then at Marvel comics, Spider-Man blue, which I highly recommend that I love. And we wish was kind of a Spider-Man film that was used for a Spider-Man film. Um, Captain America, white Hulk gray daredevil yellow with Darwin cook. Sale launched the Superman Confidential series in 2007, which we will talk about more. 
Sale won an Eisner Award in 1999 for Best Artist, Penciler, Inker uh, in a Team Category. Sale lived in Seattle, metropolitan area. And on June 13th, 2022, Jim Lee announced Sale had been admitted to the hospital with severe health issues. Representative of Sale later confirmed when he was in the hospital while asking for privacy. Three days later, Sale died from kidney failure. He is survived by his mother, his sister, Maggie, and his partner, Susan Bailey. Um, he worked on with Jeff Loeb, but we said Challengers of the Unknown was one that was what got Loeb started in comics and is not as um, famous. But that's Tim Sale in a nutshell. I loved his work. And what we're going to be talking about is uh, in 2006, on November 1st, the series Superman Confidential debuted. Superman Confidential featured Superman's story set in the early years of the character's career. The stories illustrated key moments in the character's past, such as his first meeting, critical decisions, alliances, confrontation, events that shaped him into the character he is today. The creative team on the series rotated. The stories in Superman Confidential are the earliest points of reference in the character's newly established continuity, since according to the former monthly Superman writer Kurt Busiek. The character's origin and the new continuity yet to be established. One unpublished story was completed prior to the series getting canceled, Man and Superman, which was released over a decade later in 2019 as a 100-page comic book one-shot uh, written by Marv Wolfman and drawn by Claudio Castanelli, which was a retelling of Superman's origin, which is a great book that we, rec that we did review. Now, what I find interesting is this book, Superman Confidential, ran from January 27 to June of 2008 for 14 issues. Um, and the biggest main arc was Kryptonite, which was a six-issue arc, which is what we'll be talking about. And this also launched at the same time as a book called Batman Confidential. And the thing about the Kryptonite arc is I have the first five issues as individual issues. But I never got the six. And that's because, and I'm not sure why it happened like this. Um, the sixth issue of the arc was actually Superman Confidential number 11. So if you were to get on the DC app, like I did, to review this and read, here's Superman Confidential 1 through 5. And then number 6 is a completely different story while 5 leaves on a cliffhanger. And it doesn't finish up until issue 11. Which I think is it's why I don't own the conclusion in a single form comic book of the story, which I have to track down. Um, and it is the hard it is a collected hardbound known as Superman Kryptonite by Tim Sale and Darwin Cook. Um, and that's what I'm going to talk about. It's a story I've been wanting to review for a while. And, you know, I was brought up with a friend like we should talk Superman for all season. And I was like, well, I did that. And I said, what about this? And he said, that's a great idea. He said, that's a book that every time I read Superman for all season, I read confidential slash kryptonite right after it as like a two-parter. And I thought, you know what? That would be a really interesting read to do later on. And I think that is something I will do in the future, but I'm going to talk about Superman confidential slash kryptonite. 
Um, the story, book one starts with a storyteller, a prologue, uh, talking about coming to Earth with a being. And it's a, it seems as if the kryptonite is talking. It's a giant chunk of kryptonite. It's a giant rock that's in space. And we see that it is kind of following the same trajectory as Clark's ship. Um, the story is told at the beginning from this perspective. And then we find out we are two months now in our current timeline. We are two months into Superman's mission, his identity, his, you know, being part of everything as Superman. And where he, there's a lot of great Superman narration is talking about how he is fearful, how he always rushes anything, but he doesn't know what or if anything can hurt him. He's yet to find anything that has the ability to hurt him. And that's kind of, that's where we are with this story, you know, um, is him discovering what can hurt him. Um, and then we find out that Clark, Loi, Lois, and Jimmy are put on a special assignment from Perry because they're the only three he really trusts with this. There's a new casino opening uh, from Gallo. That's the man's name. And while they're staking it out, Clark notices that the volcano he's watching on the news while Jimmy and him are surveying, surveying Gallo and listening Lois as she's trying to get uh, information. She's trying to get a date. So re- slash interview with Gallo, the volcano is erupting and what happens is Clark being Clark, a Superman tells Jimmy he'll be out and he takes off to stop the volcano. And that is book one. Book two picks up with the narration just like before. Now book two opens up with the narrator as well. And this time we see that Gallo takes it. Um, Lois and Jimmy are listening. That Clark went to the volcano. Um, we see that Clark, that Lois, Gallo invited Lois as she was taking bets in the Daily Planet to come to see him and she said she had an important date and that he would have to wait for her and we see that her date was with Superman that her and Superman had been meeting and getting to know each other and meanwhile while Lois is having this date Clark is fighting a volcano and saving people and he's trying to stop the volcano but we see that he is drowning in lava and he's talking about missing the date and having to show up and what he's trying to do. And he, uh, he barely makes it out. He talks about the lava filling his mouth and his lungs and he gets out and he goes to the farm and he tells his parents about it. And, uh, he was afraid and he was panicked to get out of the lava and he like burst out and he actually scared people. And Jonathan tells Clark that when things like this happen, that he needs to come and talk to him, that he doesn't need to worry his mother. And it's very, it's very cute. Um, because it's very much parents trying to protect each other while taking care of their child. So it, it it's very, very nice. Um, but Lois, Clark, Superman, does not show up for the date. 
so Lois meets and uh, with Gallo, and that's and that's book two. The final page is Superman getting back and missing everything. Now the prologue for book three starts fifteen years earlier, and we see more of what's going on with this giant piece of green kryptonite. And Lois and Clark are discussing everything. And this is the book where actually Lex comes into play. We have not seen Lex yet. And this is the book where Lex comes into play. And we see that like in the first book, Lex had been using the Royal Flush Gang to test uh, crime and Clark and slash Superman. Not Clark. I need to use my terms more clearly. Uh, but he was using them to figure out any type of weakness that Superman may have. He pays off the Royal Flush Gang, tells him to get out of town. Um, and we have voiceover of Superman talking about his doubts and everything, what he's doing. His Is he making a difference? Is he helping? What is he doing? And he's confessing all this humorously to a polar bear. Now, if anyone knows the history about polar bears and Superman, it's pretty funny that he's doing this. Meanwhile, Lois is digging more into Gallo, and we get Lex at a picnic speaking. Now, in this picnic, Lex makes a big speech um, about what he's doing for the city how he is, you know, giving back and all this. But what really happens is Superman shows up, talks to Lois for a moment, and uh, Gallo has pledged money and outshined Luthor. So Luthor is pretty upset by this display of whatever you want to call it, showmanship and <clears throat> Superman uh, there is a theft in progress Superman goes to save it and as he goes we see something's happening with Gallo and he's opening something and then we see Superman fall and Superman falls and then the fourth book starts with prologue 10 years ago and this is when Gallo's father's died his mother killed his dad then Gallo kills <laughs> um, his mother and we hear the voice from the Krypton, the kryptonite rock about wanting to get closer to the sun now we have a lot of voiceover back to as Clark's falling he calls his flight uh, he falls he gets beat up there are people there ready for him meanwhile Gallo is opening a vault to the kryptonite and is standing there bathing in its radiation basically and we see like just Clark getting beat up and the, the Gallo closes the, um, the vault and Superman gets his strength back, but he doesn't heal instantaneously. No, it takes a little bit of time and Lex is watching and trying to figure out what just occurred. And, um, you know, Lois is by Lex is at the picnic and he makes a thing about he'll find out what happened. And Jimmy goes and he actually picks up Superman. Superman says, take me to Clark Kent. He's a friend. 
And at the end of it, you see Jimmy helping Superman into uh, the room. And Clark Kent answers the door. Book five starts with the prologue again, and it's more about Galo's past in Vegas. And as how he grew, how he beat the competition, what he did. And Jimmy is called to the Daily Planet for the story. And Superman says, leave him there with Clark. And what we find out is that Superman has Clark bots in his apartment to cover for him. So he tells Clark bot number three to go to rest mode. Lois faces Gallo and Clark heads to the farm. Clark learns um, more about, you know, he, um, he, he sees these images in Lex. Um, <clears throat> is going to come after him. And Clark goes to figure things out and confront Gallo. Because Lois mentions that she thinks he has a connection. So the last issue, which is book six, which is issue 11, we have the history of the being Bridgewater. Now, what we find out is in five at the end, Bridgewater is actually a conscious being of like a historical alien, kind of like a watcher of sorts. And he is was trapped inside this shard of kryptonite, like a, like a fortress, like a prison. And he's been psychically communicating and is possessing Gallo. Gallo is a horrible person, but Bridgewater is the one that made all the changes, made the donation. And he's using his psychic link to show Clark the history of Krypton, where he came from, who he is. Clark, you know, it's always interesting when you get these type of stories of trying to find out What's already been established, but Clark doesn't know he's Kryptonian. He doesn't know about his planet or anything, and he's learning this. And meanwhile, Lex and his thugs are coming in. They're trying to – they take the Kryptonite, um, and Gallo ends up committing suicide. Like his mind is so crazy while Bridgewater's in there. Clark, um, they come out. He learns that they've taken Bridgewater in the thing, and Clark – Dons a suit made of lead and he goes because the coffin that Bridgewater was in was made of lead and he takes him and basically flies him into the sun, breaking the kryptonite, breaking Bridgewater out and freeing him. The book ends where Clark is talking to Martha and Jonathan about um, what he learned and they say, well, I guess, you know, your name will have to call you Cal now. And he says, no, my name is Clark. And he refers to Jarrell and Lara as his uh, you know, parents, um, but Jonathan Mother is, is his mom, pa. You have mother and father, and then mom, pa, his parents. It's a great story. I highly recommend it. It was just, you know, it's, it's by the storytellers because they list themselves as storytellers, Tim Sale and Darwin Cook. When I think Darwin Cook, I always think of his art first, being the artist for such things as Batman Ego and, of course, most notably New Frontier, which I will be revisiting sometime soon. I haven't read in a long time. I really like Cook's art, and I never think of him as much as a writer. And for him to be the writer on this and Sale being the artist is interesting to me. Um, You can definitely tell it's Tim Sale, and – you know, 
uh, he has a dis- uh, definitive Superman, but the Superman in this story is thinner because his Superman for Superman all season is a big farm boy is how they talked about him. He's like, he's, he's big, he's thick. Um, this is a thinned down Superman, but it still looks like Clark that you would expect. So this is my like quick review. Um, rest in peace, Tim, you will be missed. Your art will live on. And thank you for your contributions to comics. Everyone check out Superman Kryptonite. This is Tyler. We just want to say, if you've enjoyed this podcast, please check out other podcasts on the Press Play Podcast Network. Remember to check out Krypton Report on all social media platforms. Go to linktree.com slash Krypton Report. you find all of our information right there. If you want to keep Krypton from exploding, join our $1 a month Patreon. That's right. For $1 a month, you'll get extra special content that you don't get on the main show, like movie commentaries and whatever else comes out of our mouths. So check it out, patreon.com slash kryptonreport. If you are like Tyler and James and can't get enough super talk, check out these other podcasts. Digging for Kryptonite, Supergirl Radio, The Last Sons of Krypton, The Superboy Legacy Podcast, All-Star Superfans, Superman the Animated Podcast, The Aspiring Kryptonians, Always Hold On to Smallville, Caped Wonder, The Geek of Steel, and Truth, Justice, and Hope Podcast. Hey, we're going to press pause and hear a few words from our other podcasts on Press Play Podcast Network. Hello, Brooks here with the Books with Brooks monthly book club podcast. Here's how Books with Brooks works. We read one book a month, and then we talk about it. Classics like Stephen King's The Shining, debut novels like We Are the Brennans by Tracy Lang, and tons of other compelling, life-changing stories, one book and one month at a time. So come read along with us, and then listen in. This is Dan Jurgens, and if you want to have a good time, keep listening to The Krypton Report.